Treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their Golden Glow body set includes three clinically proven bestsellers for smooth, glowing skin. While the Glow and Go facial set provides spa-level results at home. Both sets come in giftable boxes with savings up to $48 and free shipping for a limited time. For 10% off your first order site-wide, go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM. Hello everybody and welcome back aboard the good ship Ready Player 2. If you haven't been around for the last couple of weeks, or if you have been around for the last couple of weeks, you'll notice that I haven't been. So if you've only just joined us, I'm Rich, I'm Captain, um, Navigator, and uh, sexually sexually promiscuous cabin boy aboard the good ship Ready Player 2. Normally I'm here making myself extremely loud and trying to contend with elves and failing, but... I've uh, I've been unfortunately slaved to powers beyond my control or comprehension, uh, family and work, the last couple of weeks. So I haven't been here. So I'm really sorry about that. But you've been left in extremely capable hands because you guys have had some really good guests. Uh, and one of them's come back this week. So he must be fucking mental. <laughs> with us this week, uh, we've got the guy, because it's sticking with the North School theme. We've got the guy that we like to call the Crow's Nest because he doesn't need one. Uh, Mr. Ross Bell. Good evening. Hello. Uh, we've got the uh, the figurehead of the entire arrangement. Uh, just... <laughs> Just because we like to strap her to the front of the boat, it's uh, it's Miss L. Yeah! Oh, oh, jeez, she's having a bit of a screamy day, so we'd apologise in advance. If you've listened to the podcast before, you know the fucking deal. Yeah. Um, and uh, and unfortunately, the ship's plank isn't with us this week <laughs> because, <laughs> because he's off uh, he's off designing new IKEA furniture. I hear he's having a wonderful time, uh, and he's invented bunk tables. So good uh, good luck to him. So instead, we brought in a sexy foreigner. Ooh. A sexy foreigner who's been here before. So, second time on the podcast, we have Mr. John C. Riley. Hello. Hello, Governor. Hello, Governor. Oh, you're mixing it up on the ship in the British style, are you? Aye. <laughs> Aye. Right, I've completely run out of uh, nautical metaphors now. So, how's everybody doing? Can't complain. <laughs> oh, all right. So, that good. Brilliant. So, so good. So, so good. Well, Elle's had an amazing day. How's your day been, John? Um, not too bad. I was just um, editing stuff because uh, I was filming and recording everything at PAX East this last weekend here in Boston, Massachusetts. So uh, just my days, I, I think the most exciting part of my day was going out to get milk. <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. I tell you what, though, you got me topped already. So I, can't, I don't think I can beat that. Ross, <laughs> how's your day slash week been? Uh, my week has been awful. Um, my day's been yeah. not too bad, though. I've been at work all week, that's all. Oh, okay. Well, I think we need to warn everybody that at any given time, Ross's wife may, may squirt out a baby. Yes. So, in the middle of the podcast... you got to turn your finger on so we can hear the phone call coming. Yeah, something, oh my God, I'm having a baby! Um, or something similar to that. But I would hope that if we're doing it, if it happens mid-podcast, just take your laptop with you. <laughs> and we can kind of like, look, we'll live stream the birth. Yeah, was... Oh my God, let's not. Let's not live stream a birth. I'll Skype you from the hospital. That's like that's like doing a live stream from an aquarium, bro. <laughs> that's, just, that's about as close as you that's, can get. That's that's as close as you can get. Like that is just terrifying. Almost, but weeks almost on the second Ready Player Two baby. We've only been going a year. <sighs> yeah, what's been going? We've been squirting them out. Jeez, we're like rabbits. We are. Oh no, I'll be home. No. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't even happen. No. <laughs> um, so. Right, we're going to get back to Mel. So everybody's had a pretty good... I've had a pretty good week. I've been doing okay. Work's easing off a little bit now, so I've been able to play a bit of game. Yeah. Not 
not lots of games. You actually tweeted but... for the first time in three weeks. I know, Jesus. I, Twitter has just been completely off my radar entirely for the last few weeks because I just get so wrapped up. If I, if somebody tweets me at work, that's it for like 30 minutes. <laughs> I can't concentrate on anything else. So I've, I've been having to completely block myself out. So L has had some lovely, fantastic news today because um, I don't think anybody really likes going back to work after they've been off ill. But you've had a good time today, haven't you? I've, I've had a good time. I've 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 basically been been like the the pet again, just like have all the gummy sweets. <laughs> yeah, have some chocolate eggs. You want all the things. Look at all the nice things that people have written about you. Also, take some gift vouchers and do the things like oh, new jobs, yay! Um, so I had ugly tears. Like I was like ah, oh! ugly tears. <laughs> Ugly tears, ugly tears. Um, I was, I was really happy, and then, then I got a phone call from Games Workshop, being like, "But we want to talk about something." So I pterodactyl screeched on a bus. Um, <laughs> All the way there. I was hyperventilating down like a high street, like. <gasps> <laughs> I need to get home to freak out about this. You are the person that people avoid on the street, aren't you? You are that person yeah. where the people kind of go, mm, she's, she's a bit weird. I think maybe, you know, she might be I bipolar. D- I, d- I don't know. Like, I had such Friends a joy. Well, yeah, to be honest, I had such a joyous look on my face as I was power walking down the road. Like, <laughs> power walking <"Gah!"> out, hyperventilating, <laughs> screeching like a pterodactyl with a massive fucking grin on your face. <laughs> Everybody's just like, oh, yeah, God. stay away from that girl, darling. She's got, she's got something a bit wrong with her. <laughs> right, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something because I listened to the last few podcasts while I wasn't here, and unfortunately something was neglected quite horribly, and I, I just I don't can't say that I agree with it. So John, something that we normally do when we get guests on the podcast is ask them a little bit of history about their about how they got into games, where their gaming background is, what kind of platforms you come from, and what your loves in games are. Now it's been woefully neglected the last couple of weeks. Ross, I'm looking at you. I forgot the first week and it's gonna be asked last week. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> So, John, I know you possibly don't have anything prepared, but... No, I'm always prepared. (laughs) Oh, excellent. If you wouldn't mind just giving us a really brief and hopefully hilarious history of you with games and how you got to where you are today. Okay. Uh, My history of games goes all the way back to the Atari 2600. Nice. Uh, I was a spoiled child, so I got almost every game console known to man. I even had the Virtual (laughs) Boy. What?! Yeah, oh yeah, that was a piece of junk. I remember I forgot <laughs> how bad for my parents for buying it because I only played it for like a couple months and then I stopped playing because it gave me headaches. That's not being sport, that's brilliant parents. Yes, it's like, <laughs> uh, uh, whatever. I'm like, <laughs> it, it served its purpose. But um, um, primarily a console gamer and I, I grew up with consoles itself because I really didn't have a strong enough PC to play games so I kind of like fell out of that. Um. God, my first uh, first Nintendo game, of course, was the, uh, I think, memorable games would be, like, of course, Super Mario, Legend of Zelda. I think the first PC game that I actually played was Wolfenstein, or Wolfenstein, or whatever you uh, pronounce it. Um, that and Prince of Persia. Uh, oh, yeah. PC. Very, very old school uh, PC games, which is, you know, the, uh, the elements of the whole um, using your two hands, because I'm not really that highly coordinated when it comes to like that's the reason why i was never really good at counter-strike but that's the reason why i stuck with console games um got uh currently right now i have uh almost every console probably except for the current gen ones uh ps3 xbox xbox 360 dreamcast um we uh just 
all a, um, I, I'm a, uh, I'm a connoisseur, and also because <laughs> thing is also I, I love playing video games online, streaming stuff on Twitch. So and I try to span it out as far as having everybody enjoy, uh, watching uh, like older older games. So um, what do you call it? Um, uh, I I love fighting games, um, the versus games yeah. like yeah. Um, the Street Fighter, St- Super Street Fighter Four, Tekken, um, uh, Persona Four which was uh, the game that I was just currently playing along with uh, another game. Um, I, I just, even though I'm not good at it, I, I love that kind of stuff. What games I don't like, I don't really, I kind of fell out on those first-person shooter games, especially Call of Duty. Just because, you know, if you're not good at it, why are you going to waste time playing it and just get shot, just listen to 13-year-olds yell at you? and <laughs> Oh, my God. So I'm I all set for that. But I got into um, PC games primarily just because of the whole indie scene and Steam. I love what Steam uh, and their green light, um, green light program does with a lot of people and allows people to like you know put the spotlight on a lot of great uh, uh, developers. So uh, I got heavy into that. So um, yeah, that's just about me. Uh, all all around, I, I would say like fighting. I'm a, I'm a versus kind of guy. So you're you're a fighter, not a lover. I'm a fighter, not a lover. That's right. I could, That's I excellent. Care less, care less about the loving. I no. just want to punch something <laughs> in the face. Get angry. Wow. Okay. Look. Yeah. Well, I bet your girlfriend is uh, is is great. <laughs> She's just like, do you want do you want to come to bed? Nope. But I'll punch you in the face if you want. I'm assuming I'm assuming you've got a girlfriend. Could a little be, bit of Chris Brown. Uh, <laughs> could be. Could be a dog. Could be a boyfriend. I don't know. I was just assuming. No, no, no. I have a very uh, loving girlfriend who's oh. who's understanding. Uh, she's a. Uh, She's a uh, school going to school to be a nurse. So. Oh wow. Okay. Well, so she, so she can fix them up after you punch them in the face. Exactly. Yes. Is that what it is? It's kind of a t- it's a duo thing. Teamwork. I like it. Teamwork. Yeah, and I'm also forgetful, so I know I'm probably gonna come down with like Alzheimer's or something. So she's gonna what? be the kind of yeah. nurse. Is that how it works? I'm forgetful, so I'm gonna get Alzheimer's. I'm she's my now. HMO. She's my medic. Uh, my <laughs> medical. Plan. Oh, my word. Does she know what she's signing herself up for? Oh, yes, yes. She's like, I'm, I'm a hypochondriac, so you're study. for me. I've already been two of her case studies. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. Well, thank you very much for that. Off the cuff gaming history. So, right. I'm glad everybody's been doing good this week. I'm going to start. I'm not going to start with you, John, because I know that you've got ex- exciting things to talk about. So I'm going to start with somebody else. Actually, I'm going to start with me because I played fuck all this week. <laughs> so let's get me out of the way quick. Um, I've been playing uh, Diablo 3 Reaper of Souls still. I don't want to start anything else because I... I know I'm just going to go back to Diablo to start with, but also I don't have time to start anything else. Diablo is quite nice and compartmentalized. You can play it for 30 minutes and then stop. So I've been hopping on and playing that. I've actually got a few more characters up to level 70. Anybody else who's playing this at the moment and is as hooked as me knows exactly what I'm talking about. I fucking love this game. This is as close to an MMO as you can get, and they've actually made it, for me, in enjoyability terms, as close to Diablo 2 now as it could ever be, which I really, really love. So I'm hoping that they bring more stuff out for it. Um... And that's it. That's all I've been playing. I haven't even been playing anything on my mobile phone this week, so nothing at all. So, um, Elle, you've been ill. Have you played anything interesting and fun? Um, I have been ill, so I haven't actually had much time to game. However, that being said, as soon as I was well, I, I, I'm i so tempted to go back to WoW 
and to try Diablo, um, I reactivated my Battle.net account and I sat there oh. for a couple of minutes and stared, <laughs> stared at stared into the abyss i had a look at my wow characters and i was like i can't i can't do this right now i can't do this you're the one who told me you warned me about this last time i, I know but talking about me. it oh see i'm an addict don't become yeah. me i am no, an this, advert this is exactly it it's like they say once you're an alcoholic you're never not an alcoholic anymore you're always what? an alcoholic even if you don't drink you're an alcoholic for life this is what happens if you play mmos or if you every play day is a struggle yeah every you've got it there should be tokens <laughs> for people like us you know we should have like one year coins and stuff Oh my god. Oh my god, you know the last time I logged in was in 2009. I was like, no! Oh, they've done loads of stuff since 2009 now. I know. (laughs) Oh my word. I was looking at the patch notes, just like, oh my god. You were reading the patch notes. See, right, this is what happens. You know those people people that you see kind of, you know, licking the the floor in the bar? Yeah? This is L. (laughs) <laughs> she can't even. She just want to. I just got rid it. of the holy light spell for Paladin. <laughs> Why would you do that? Where's she looking at? Where's she looking? <laughs> uh, no, I don't think we need to get into that. This podcast will get sexy later on. I don't think we need to start off on that kind of note. Uh, but I just there is a problem. There is a problem. Those those of us that got properly into WoW and played it until we were nearly dead. Uh, it's a daily struggle to not go back and do it again. Um, I only don't do it because there's a good chance that one or more of my children might die of neglect. <laughs> so I, I, I am concerned about that because then if I get arrested, I, I won't be able to play it anymore, which will be. <laughs> so um, yeah, I understand that. Have you? Did you actually go in and play it, L, or did no, you just kind of look I, at it longingly? Basically, I looked at it longingly, read the patch notes, went, "No, I can't do this. <laughs> I'll play something to t- to take the edge off of it. I'll play a MOBA." So I I downloaded League of Legends. Don't fucking judge me. Um, <laughs> Is that what I... the expansion is called? <laughs> don't fucking judge So I had to play around on that. I quite enjoyed it. Uh, however, I've not played with human beings yet. So that only against bots. Only against bots. Um, so I'd be like, yeah, I killed the bots. Yay. Which, which is, is only fun for so long because you're like, well, these guys just die too easy now. Um, so yeah, I had a good time on League of Legends. I played the um, the crooked. Is it the crooked Isle Wolf Among Us? The next thing, the episode three. I have oh what you just said. my that was god! Like, sure only dogs understood oh, that. No. <laughs> oh my god! Just play it. What is she talking about? Is it Wolf Among Us? Yeah. Yes. I've, okay, I've seen people say that the third episode wasn't as good as the other two. I do not give a shit. <laughs> Fair enough. I had a great time. Get back in my box then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ross. Like, At least it's not me being told off. It's 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 fine. It's fine. There, there's great fan service in there. So ladies, just play it. Ladies. Just play it. Oh, ladies. This the pole dancing Bigsby. No, 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 no. I did not. I did not. I did not need the pole dancing bit. I did not need that. That no. <laughs> yeah. Have you, were you going to say? Have you seen that video, John? Yes, I have. That's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I, 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 I have not even played this game. I've not even played any of the episodes. I was watching this thing mesmerized. I've got no idea what's going on, but I already think this is the best I game. I love the silence. I love how he doesn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, he's just <laughs> there, like, yes. undulating. Oh, yeah, there's not, there's nowhere near enough gyrating during dialogue in games. It's the only kind of fan service I like. I hate, <laughs> I hate fan service, but when I see that, it just makes me laugh. I see, I see how you did that. Pretty, I, I think there needs to be more gyrating in general in games. I'm up for that. I'm up for that. Play, I can think of a couple of games. 
Bayonetta will be fine. Tomb Raider, I've got no problem with that either. A couple of the characters in... Yes. Yeah, yeah. A couple of the characters in uh, in Street Fighter, that'll be fine. <laughs> got no problem. A little bit of undulating. A pole dancing MMO. A pole oh, even better. Even oh, I don't know about that. You could level up. We'll work on that. We'll do that. We'll do that in like the top three or something. Make it rain. So, is that everything that you've been playing this week, Kel? Um, I also stayed at Black Desert Online for like forever what at the this? character creator because I cried. It's a uh, another another multiplayer massively online game. You don't like um, I know, I know. Why am I having a look at these? It's, it's actually not out yet, but I salivated over the customer characterization because I would spend days, if not weeks, in that. Oh my god, like the detail, the absolute detail. You can choose, like you can move their hair, like, oh, I could brush it, brush it any way I want. And then I can make it wavy or I can make it... Jesus Christ, I'm going to die. I'm actually going to die. I'm looking at the I'm... screenshots for it now. There's lots of women. I'm, I'm going to die. I know, they're fucking... Babin. Every, um, every character in this game will be a woman. You, If you ever get onto this game and actually start playing it, you will have probably 10% ogres, and the rest of them will be very, very scantily clad women. And then I will make a male character just to ogle at. Just to ogle at the male characters, like you did in Skyrim. You need to play it and let me know what the boob physics are like, and then I'll maybe get on board. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> it does look pretty good. But the problem is that there's so many of these that looked really good, but they're free MMOs. And it, they look great, that's fantastic, and they've got really nice characters. But do they play great? No, exactly, and then they're just bollocks. I've played so many of them that look really good on paper, and a lot of them are coming out of Korea. And they look great on paper, but they just I play know. like a bag of crap. Like dream. It like modeling. <laughs> yeah. It looks like what? No. Yeah, they, they do kind of have that. I, they all kind of look the same. The women that they're creating all kind of look the same. And I'm like, can we not have something more interesting? I'm tired of the same bitch face that Anthony <laughs> find attractive. This, I, know, I think this is okay. You can make quite a lot. You can make quite a lot with it. If, if anybody hasn't seen this, go have a, a quick look on Black Desert Online. If it, look at videos or screenshots. But the thing that I quite like, the thing I quite like about this game that I like the look of, is there's so many MMOs out there now. The free ones that are coming out that are just so bland and generic, and like pretty much everything, like every monster in there could have been straight out of Tolkien. It is just they're so similar. But this one, actually, the, the kind of creatures and monsters and stuff that's in there, they look really cool. There's some really cool looking ogres that people use almost like pack mules and, and giants in there and all kinds of stuff. I think it looks really good. So, I don't know. Might play like a bag of shit, though, so we never know. Yeah, that, that's, that, that was my week. So it's not, it's not out yet, though? No, it's not out yet. So well, I, I, ha- I have time to, to actually go back to wow oh my god oh my god it's like it's like have having like a just a, an abusive lover like uh, i could go back and it would be great but i could never leave the house there you go that's exactly what wow is it's just like an abusive lover it is yeah you can never so, leave the house <laughs> you can never leave the house and you have to do exactly what i say and don't look at anybody you else have to do repetitive tasks like all the time raid 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 <laughs> So, Ross, have you been playing anything this week? Um, yeah, in what little time I have done, I've been playing um, Trials Frontier on my iPhone and iPad. It's um, it's the mobile version of the new Trials game, basically, which I mentioned a few weeks back. The, um, Is this a motorbike one? Yeah, the physics-based motorbike game. Yeah, that about... had like a billion people working on it. Yeah, it's, it's so good. It's all about getting your balance correct, using the back and forward arrows, so you don't um, tip over or fall backwards. Uh, it's just so good, and the little the standalone um, 
I think it's just on iOS. It may be on Android, but I've got no Android device to find out. Um, it's it's really good. It's free as well, so brilliant fun. Well, okay. Out free. Uh, this one is. Uh, it, it seems like a full game. It's one of those ones where you have to rebuild, like um, you have to wait time for stuff to re regenerate. Oh. Oh, I hate that. Oh. Not too bad because it gives you quite a lot of in-game cash that you can like pay to re refill stuff quicker. Like no, oh, I hate freemium. I hate freemium. Make it free or make it pay for. Don't make it fucking freemium. It annoys the tits out of me. Because yeah. you're you're playing the game and you're doing okay, and it's just like no. Now you've got to wait four hours for the next thing to happen, and then you can have something. It's like playing Eve all over again. It makes me oh twitch. It makes me fucking twitch. And there's almost nothing to do in between time either while you're waiting for this shit to happen. Yeah. So it's just like here you can buy these super fun gems <laughs> for real world money. I'm just like I don't fucking want super fun gems. I just want regular fun. But no, I'm quite enjoying it. I'm just, I'm, I've just downloaded uh, Trials Fusion for the Xbox One. Uh, the arcade version, I've not got to play it yet, but that's sitting there waiting for me. So I look forward to playing that. Well, there you go. An iOS game has, has led you to buy an Xbox game. Well, I've, I've had the two previous Xbox games before. Ah, okay, fine. Well, I suppose that's forgivable. Yes. <laughs> um, is that it? Is that everything you've been playing? Uh, NBA, obviously, but no one needs to hear me talk oh, about that anymore. Okay. Don't need to hear you talk about that again. <laughs> I've got to bring. I've got to bring something up that you said last week. That you said that you had got and then started playing uh, FTL on the on the iPad. Right. Yeah. And you didn't like it. No, I can't get into it at all. You luddite. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. You're like John because you've got you've got that whole uh, you're you're I don't know what you would call it like non bidextrous. You can't <laughs> no. like your your hand your hand eye hand coordination is non-existent unless you're using a pad. Yeah. yeah, unless you're using a pad. Mm. I think the pads the pads great though because you're kind of making the same movements with both hands, but with a mouse and keyboard you're making pressy pressy movements with one hand and then and then wiggly wiggly movements with the other hand. Yeah. It's kind of like patting your head and rubbing your tummy at the same time. <laughs> it does take a lot of practice and I still can't even do that. Yeah, it's tricky. Yeah. So, pressy pressies. It's too many pressy pressies. I know it is quite difficult for you for you console luddites. I think I can understand. I can understand that. Yeah, 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 that's exactly what it is. Have you have you not heard me on this on this before? I think it's <laughs> just, I skipped through the tutorial. I didn't really pay too much attention to it. Oh it yeah, like you have you. to. Yeah, you have uh, to play the tutorial. Ah. Uh, right, yeah. Is this what coming from someone who who doesn't read any tutorial ever, Rich? No, no, no. Right, that in the heat of the moment, right? Oh, when I okay. sat down at Eurogame okay. and I want to play a game, I just want to jump in and play it. Yeah. Okay. Additionally, I don't need to read anything when you're around because you tell me what's going on. You're like a life, <laughs> you're like a life narrator. So I don't, I don't need to worry about it. You just kind of whisper in my ear and tell me what's happening in the game. Telling um, you what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? You should have gone back there. All right, thanks. All right, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking problem. There's no need to hit me on the back of the head with that pad, thanks. <laughs> so, we're going to get to the guy who's been doing fun, exciting, and amazing things, and who's come to this podcast to tell us about it this week. So, Mr. JC Riley has been to, is it PAX West? PAX East. PAX East. I was nearly there. <laughs> I knew it was like one of four. <laughs> actually called PAX Prime. Oh, PAX Prime. It's not like PAX that regular PAX. In, uh, that's on the West Coast in, um, I believe, Seattle. Yes. But PAX East is a yearly convention out of Boston, Massachusetts that highlights all the awesome games that everybody's looking forward to. Um, and this is kind of like a, a quick breakdown. Um, for uh, for the website that I work for, secondopinionpod.com, they uh, quick plug, um, do all the uh, indie, indie video games. I do the indie, uh, indie games, and they had a really great showing in the um, indie mega booth. 
Uh, so I, I spent hours upon hours upon hours just checking out all the great stuff. A lot of ones that have been Steam greenlit. Some are just uh, still in development. Uh, one particular game that I, I was in love with and I literally spent um, all, all three days waiting in line to play was Broforce. And um, oh, yeah. that's uh, it's it's such a great game. It's it's very bro centric, very U.S. kind of like uh, it's a it's a run and gun kind of like um, like Metal Slug, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like an eight bit uh, feel to it. But it, they bring in these characters like uh, but they rename them like, you know, instead of Blade, it's Braid or like Bro uh, Bro Rambo or whatever. It's like Rambo, Arnold Schwarzenegger, um, Scorny Weaver from Aliens or Ripley. Uh, Conan, and you all have your super weapons, and you all like run and gun and kill people, and anything can kill you, drop on you, spikes, but uh, tons of blood, so much fun, and uh, up to four players on there. Currently, right now, it's available for early release on their, um, on I think freelives.net. But the really, co- the really funny thing about this is it's a U.S. kind of like you know '80s style um, nostalgia kind of piece, but it's made from a. Um, Free Lives, who is uh, based out of South Africa, so Cape Town, yep. South Africa. So I thought that was really funny. Um, there was a um, a really cool uh, studio called Roll Seven out of London that was doing a uh, skateboarding game called Ollie Ollie, which is uh, kind of like uh, kind of like Tony Hawk, uh, an homage on that. It's uh, for the PC on Steam, and uh, you have to like while you use controls you have to do the left uh left toggle like flipping and landing and all that other complicated stuff but the one game that actually took me for a ride uh, i i had to tear myself away from it was uh it's called not one hero or not a hero i'm sorry not a hero which is just imagine hotline miami instead of top down it's side scrolling on um on tall buildings you go up there you can uh, or at least you get dropped off by a helicopter and you got to make your way down and kill everybody so there's sliding moments shooting moments ducking behind walls blasting people with like shotguns you can literally uh, i slid out the window and then loop back into the the floor down below and shot everybody <laughs> uh, it's hours upon hours of, of fun uh, this is roll seven again is it yeah, this is Roll Seven. Roll Seven actually did that. So uh, Simon from Roll Seven was actually, uh, and he's a skater. Uh, he's about my age now, and he was telling me a story. Uh, it's pretty funny. Like uh, the night before, because I actually interviewed him on Sunday, the third day of PAX East. Um, Tell me that he went out the night before, got a couple of drinks, and decided, "Hey, let's go skateboarding around Boston." And uh, he took a wrong turn into uh, kind of like it looked like a, a flat surfaces which uh, they were looking for, and but it was like um, sandpaper-ish, kind of like, you know, and he like literally took a head, a head of oh. writing, <laughs> stopped himself, and he, he showed me all his cuts all on, on his hands and stuff. <laughs> used to that, right? Because, you know, you're a skateboarder, and I'm like, I used to rollerblade. Does that count? <laughs> Did you say Oli Oli was on Steam? Uh, it may be on Steam. I'm not quite sure. Where you want to play? It's... I thought it was just on Vita, apparently. No, it's actually going to be it's it's releasing. A lot of these games were were uh, they're available uh, via PC right now on beta builds, but uh, that's going to be over on um, on PS Vita along with uh, another game that um, I checked out that amazed me. Uh, it's um, there's no way of saving or there's a way of leveling up on this particular game that I'm about to talk to. And but the cool thing is it's available for three platforms on PS uh, on the PlayStation Network. Um, it's going to be available on um, PS4, PS3, and PS Vita. 
and you can level up on a game called Race of Sun, and you can share your leveling up experience multi-platforms from. If you played on PS4, you can use your login information and keep uh, on your PSN and keep the same exact leveling up on your PS Vita. Um, it's uh, it's definitely uh, an homage to um, uh, Star Fox, the way that the uh, the <laughs> fuck is. The, so, the, what's, uh, it, what's this called? It's called Race the Sun. A race race of the Sun. Race the Sun. It's literally you're racing the Sun. The I Sun you said is racist Sun. Yeah, I thought he said racist Sun <laughs> as well. I really shouldn't have googled that. It's, yeah, it's, <laughs> oh my God. it's actually the uh, it's actually the uh, the sequel to Second Sun. So. Ah, okay. No, not really. It's but, not. It's totally not. <laughs> but uh, uh, it, your timer is the the sun going down, and uh, I actually have. If you guys will allow me to, I actually have a uh, a free beta key for Steam for that game. So, cool. if for your listeners who are listening to this, um, as far as I guess it's as fast as you guys can type this into your computer mm-hmm. and stuff. It's uh, the code is R five T X K. D B G D X A Q zero five K, and that is the uh, Race of Sun game that is available now on Steam. It's going to be coming out later on uh, the PlayStation Network for all three platforms: PS4, PS3, and PS Vita. Um, the AAA titles that came out for uh, PAX East that I was more uh, excited, I was really excited to go check out was of course Evolve, which uh, you guys, it's like four four characters and um and then a monster you can choose everybody's like no no, no choose the monster choose the monster you <laughs> yeah this is, the monster with this all is its the one that's kind of like uh left for dead is it yeah 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 from the creators of left for dead yeah so, yeah um, I, I was really excited to go check that out uh there was an unbelievably long line for uh, bethesda's uh the evil within and wolfenstein i think i only had really much enough time to stand in the wolfenstein uh line for that game, um, I tell you what, uh, I, my my uh, my expectations were really high for this game, and I was kind of let down mm. because uh, I did like the mechanics as far as shooting and playing, and I love the fact that it's very fast paced. If you're running, you're running fast, and you're gunning gunning around corners and shooting. But it reminded me way too much of Killzone. Uh, right. it's, it's like you know if Killzone was during Nazi times or futuristic Nazi times, just because of the way the bad guys looked and the, just the player dynamics. I think it's difficult not to fall into that trap. I mean, with an FPS, there's only so much that you can do. Things are always going to be compared to other FPSs. And I think if the storyline's decent and the atmosphere's good, then you can kind of get away with it. But it's all about the guns for me with FPSs. They've got to have cool guns. I mean, something like um, Call of Duty, they're using real guns. Meh, okay. But with Wolfenstein, you can go crazy. You can do whatever the hell you want. Like the flamethrower and all kinds of crazy stuff like that. I really enjoy that stuff. Really liked it. It's a very beautiful game. Uh, I had a lot of fun playing it, and uh, it's just for some reason I just couldn't get it it out of my head that I felt like I was playing like a DLC for for Killzone, like, you know, uh, a post-apocalyptic, like, um, uh, Hitler-esque. You know, it's also funny, I really didn't see any swastikas. (laughs) On the game. So I think uh, that... now depending on because there was a big hoo-ha about this, wasn't there? Because they they're not allowed to put swastikas in for certain Except regions. For, yes. Mm-hmm. So and wear a Nazi uniform, uh, like a real Nazi uniform, or and make videos or whatever because you can I get think, in, in trouble. I think what it was was if you're making a historic style game. So if you're making a game that is based in that that kind of time period, you're allowed to do it. 
because I think you get away with it by saying this is historical fact. In yeah. during this period in time, this was around, this happened, so we're allowed to put it in the game. Mm-hmm. If you're basing it on something fictional, so you're using a kind of quasi-futuristic uh, game like Wolfenstein is, and you're bringing Nazis into it, you're not allowed to do it because it's not, it's not fact. You're not allowed to use it. You're effectively sticking a swastika in there for effect, and people don't like you doing it. So I think there's a there's a weird thing that's happened there, and I think to avoid getting in trouble, they've just gone. You know what? Let's let's just leave it out. It might show up later on, but I don't. I certainly don't think we'll see it in Europe. If they put it in any any versions of the game, that, I don't think we'll see it in Europe. The reason why the movie uh, Iron Sky probably got a lot of crap because they they were trying to say like Nazis escaped to the moon. And then they came. <laughs> <laughs> See, I still haven't seen Nazis at the center of the Earth. I'm really disappointed about that. I really want to watch that movie. But the um, uh, out of the three days, it was my first time going to PAX East and covering it for uh, media, and I was actually able to like you know meet with a lot of cool developers and games. Like I got to check out like uh, the Ubisoft booth. Uh, <laughs> I, I had to make a joke and, and uh, point it out to a lot of my friends that, of course, once again, Ubisoft did not have a playable demo for Watch Dogs. <laughs> really? They had a video experience where you got the video, check it out. But it's like there was no – I was like really looking forward to playing it. Nope, not at all. Like uh, it, was, it was called the Watch Dog Experience where you got to – and people standing in line for it. I'm like, are you – Standing in line to watch a trailer. Pretty much, wow. yeah. They had a trailer, and then they had an immersive experience where you got to see all the stuff that goes into it and uh, technology. And I'm like, no, 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 I, I, I want to play the game. It's like, you know, I, I care less about like Child of Light, you know, which is a really cool game. It's a, it's a pretty game, and it reminds me, excuse me, it reminds me of a lot of like you know uh, childhood books that I got to see. And of course, Charles Fusion uh, was had a big standout. And of course, the crew uh, looked great, but. Um, yeah, it's it's just really weird because uh, it seemed like for me the highlight was more or less indie games and the indie booths and areas to meet with those people because you have less lines. You you're literally standing next to the developers like a crypt of the necro dancer, which <laughs> like a uh, dance. It's it's a really cool like kind of like eight bit dungeon crawler, but in order to move. You move like Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> oh my god! The, this already sounds amazing. It, it it was great, and you got to see all, a lot of these videos and stuff that I'm talking about. It's going to be available on uh, my YouTube page that I'm actually putting up, uh, YouTube.com/slash/JaceDownShow. Um, hopefully, the second video will be up the next day or two. But running into a lot of like. Uh, youtube celebrities and asking them what they were looking forward to it was just it was one hell of an experience because uh being able to see though i think the coolest thing about pax east was being able to see uh really cool game developers at other video game stations like you know the people who did jazz punk are crowded around bro force because they love this or the people from jazz uh like you know or uh, people from this game like the people from like Bethesda are going to check out Ubisoft yeah. or uh, yeah. you can see a lot of these personalities around there and, and you get to see what they are into. The people who create these awesome games, what they're a really big fan of. So you found the same we thing. Found, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was, exactly what I was going to say. We found exactly the same thing when we went to Eurogamer last year where we wanted to see some of the 
some of the big titles, we definitely wanted to play a few of those. But when we got to the indie game section, it just completely took me away. Yeah. I, I didn't want to go anywhere else because not only were you, you weren't stood talking to these press guys. They weren't like who are just feeding you the line that they've been told to feed you. You stood next to the guys that are making the game. And they, they're not there for marketing purposes necessarily. I mean, they are because they want to they pitch their game to everybody. But they're not marketing guys. They're not salesmen. They just love what they're making. Mm. And that really comes across. They've I think it's excellent. feedback from that as well. Than they would do. Yeah. yeah, you would hope so. You would hope so if people are honest with them. Mm. But no, we met some really great guys as well because I, I, I don't know, you probably might not have seen them over there because they're a British company, but Hypersloth, who were some of the nicest uh, guys I think we've ever met. What babes. <laughs> yeah, th- they were amazing, but there was, there was loads of them. There was loads of really good games and I managed to get on to an Oculus Rift that nearly made me puke. <laughs> yes! <laughs> as well, I tried to use, I tried to play Half-Life 2 on the Oculus Rift, and I literally, when I turned around was trying to move, I literally felt like I was going to puke right there. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. Like, all the, all the other guys were bossing it out. They were like, oh, fucking, this is fine, I've got no problems at all, and I sat down, I was like, I don't get motion sickness, but this is really, yeah, exactly, this is making me heave, I'm going yeah, to have to stand up. after I was done with it, just to get my bearings right, because I was no, like... No, exactly, for like 30 minutes afterwards, my head was spinning, I couldn't tell what the fuck was going on. Oh my god. She's unbelievable. Well, god damn, it sounds like you had an amazing time. Oh no, we had, we had a great time doing this, doing a similar thing. It's amazing how, how easily you can get away with things as well, because when we went to Eurogamer last year, we didn't we didn't have press passes. We like, we, I, don't, I don't think we even applied for them. We were just, we were we just like, let, let's show up and see what the fuck happens. So we turned up, we've been doing this for a little while. I think we'd had maybe 20 episodes out, yeah. maybe not that many. Yeah. We just showed up and we just thought, fuck it, we're going to put Ready Player 2 t-shirts on. We're just going to go up with an iPad and a microphone that plugs into the iPad. And we're just going to act like we belong. And we were so swag. It's amazing what you can get away with. We learned a couple of lessons along the way. Um, a couple of key pointers. Don't talk to the accountant is always a good one. <laughs> stuff like that let me tell you something here's the biggest blunder that i ever had my first official interview with a uh with a uh, creator it was uh the head writer for uh, child of light and i I'd never been so embarrassed in my hotel life and it was hysterical because it was the first time i was interviewing somebody um i was asking all these great questions and i go so is this your first title um and he just gave me this blank look on his face and goes no <laughs> he goes I was the head writer for Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's <laughs> Creed 3, Far Cry 3, and I'm like, oh, oh fuck. I'll yeah. never hear that. I cut that part out of the podcast. <laughs> so this is a Ready Player 2 exclusive. So. Wow, okay. Well, we're not going to go over our blunders because I made a couple of cock ups while we were at Eurogamer as well. So and we, they didn't get ahead. People are human. Like, I just, I can't see how you can get offended if someone's like, so who are you? He was a good sport. He allowed me to finish. Like, I literally would have understood if he just looked at me and goes, this interview's over. <laughs> this what? Is, I know I want to talk to but you. But it would have been hysterical. But no, he was a really big, I don't know if he was sweet on me or, or whatever. You could have been. been. You do look like you've got a pretty sexy beard, so it's utterly understandable. It's the beard. It's the it beard. is. It's it exactly so You can't I go wrong. I had a video game website from from Stockholm, Sweden. Tweet me and goes, your beard was the best at show. I'm like, Do I, were you even here? It's like, no, I just love looking at your beard. <laughs> I, just, I just sit on Twitter looking at pictures of your beard. I crop the top of your head out. I just, I just look at your beard. This is amazing. Oh, my word. Okay, well, this is, God, what a week. This is me sitting around playing Diablo for 30 minutes here and there, and you're just, like, fucking rocking it out of packs. Um... 
I, I, I can't follow that. There's nothing else I can do about that. So we, I think we need to have a, a wee, a wee breakette, a wee snifter of a break, um, and then we will be back with a little bit of news. Do you fancy some news? Aye. Oh, okay. Let's have a bit of news in a minute. Be right back, chaps. We are back. We've had a break. I've had beer. Everything is feeling a little bit better. So now we're going to talk about some news. Uh, there's some news in the file, and I think everybody's been kind of... There's a little bit there. I haven't put any news in, but I do have something that I want to talk about, which is important. So everybody needs to listen the fuck up. I know it's boring, but it is fucking important. If you're a gamer and you, like me, don't fucking pay attention to the news at all, apart from if it's really cool and gamer-related. Um, but... You may have heard in the last few weeks, there's been a load of shit about Heartbleed. Has everybody else heard about this? I know, I, 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 oh, I, yeah, I said about it. Yeah, there's been a load of shit about Heartbleed. I know a lot of people don't fully understand what this is, but um, you don't need to know exactly know what it is or what's happened. It's not a virus. It's not something that's going to infect your computer. It's not something that's going to like steal all, you, all of your stuff from your machine. What it is, is it's something that's been around for a very long time, but has only really just recently come to light which is an exploit to a lot of web servers that have been hosting some big major websites around the world. And it has allowed people for the past couple of years to be secretly harvesting sensitive information like passwords and personal details and all the rest of it. Um, change your passwords. The, basically, the bottom line of this is if, you have, if you've had an online account for like World of Warcraft or any other MMO or you have had... Um, like your GOG account stolen or anything else, it's, there's a good possibility that if that's happened to you in the last year or so, it's been because of Heartbleed. If you didn't understand how somebody's managed to get hold of all of your details, it is very possibly that it's been this. Just change your passwords. Most of the major websites have got, got hold of this now. They know what's happening. And they're even, I think I had an email from GOG saying, change your password. Because they can't, a lot of the time, they can't even guarantee that they have been hit by it because it's, it's so silent. They don't know what's going on. But change everything i know a lot of people use exactly the same passwords for everything that they use so your gmail or your yahoo or whatever is possibly the same password as you use on your pc and for One, other two, things five yeah well that's what i just use password i just use password for everything like and then like pass <laughs> password one and password two. Oh shit oh ross beat that out <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no it is it is a reasonably serious thing because now that it's become out now it's come out in the media there will be groups of of hackers out there that have been doing this for a while and have got databases of people's details now because it's come out in the news and people are starting to change all their passwords those databases are going to be coming stale so they're going to be they're going to be going out very shortly. So these people will now be selling those databases of sensitive information to the highest bidder as quickly as they can before the information is no longer valid. So within the next month, you're probably going to see more and more of this kind of shit going on. So change your passwords now. If you've got online accounts, even if it's to Amazon or eBay or anything like that, change all your passwords, change all your gaming account passwords as well just to be sure because there is nothing more fucking annoying than having your wow account stolen when it's raid night oh my god nothing more annoying i had my aeon account stolen this still still pisses me off to this day i had my aeon account stolen and somebody was botting with my account so the guys in my guild were going do you know do you know that you're botting i was like no what's going on so I, i went on with an alternative account and i was following my character around trying to talk to it 
going, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck's going on? And, uh, and this guy had botted with my character for, for probably about three days, and I was constantly trying to get hold of the support to tell them what was going on. And eventually, they went, oh, okay, we realized that somebody's stolen your account. They're botting with it. Here, have it back. You can have, yeah, you can have your account back. What's botting? Yeah. Okay, so botting is when somebody um, uses like a computer application to play the game instead of playing it themselves. So they'll set, yeah, they'll set up an application that is just like dumb. So all it will do is your character will go out somewhere and will just hit weak ass monsters that it knows you can kill without having any fear of dying repeatedly again and again and again to farm gold and items. And then it'll go back to town, it'll sell all the items, and then it'll go back out and it'll keep doing that again. And that's like how Chinese gold farmers get a shit ton of their money to sell. Um, And anyway, they finally gave me my account back. And then the day after I got my account back, I got banned for botting. (laughs) (laughs) You've never never seen a rage face. You've never seen a rage face like this. So then I had to spend two more days with this fucking online support trying to get my account back again. You should have seen me when my WoW account got hacked. Because I have a temper, and when I lose it, stuff burns. So I apologise to whoever had to speak to me during that time, because I saw a hacker playing my very first character called Black Canary. It feels like you've been violated. I imagine this is how people have been burgled feel. I basically, I was like, move my friend out of this seat, like, fuck it, I'm taking over your wire account to send this person, like, hate mail. Get (laughs) your filthy Dalons (laughs) off of my drain eye paladin. When British ladies swear, it's, like, the greatest thing in Hauntel. They got the Cockney accent or something like that, when it's like, yeah, listen here, you good. It's, like, hysterical. I, I tend to like, enunciate properly when I get very angry. Oh, God damn. She's even attacking Cockneys now in her anger. All right, well, I think we're going to have to cool down a bit here. But yeah, right. this is this is a slightly boring slightly boring story, but it is quite important. I don't want people... So this is, this is your public service announcement from Ready Player 2. Change your fucking passwords. And if you don't change your passwords and a little while down the road, you get all your accounts stolen and people start fucking siphoning money out of your accounts into some kind of German donkey porn site, then... We fucking told you so. So it's your own stupid fault, you cock. <laughs> there we go. Right, moving on. Do we have another uh, another news story that isn't me ranting at people? Yeah, you can buy Xbox One for three hundred and forty-nine pounds now on from Asda and Amazon. They've gone down again. That was quick. Yeah, with with Titanfall as well. Oh, really? With Titanfall, yeah. three hundred and forty-nine pounds, and you get Titanfall as well. Yes. Oh damn! What a surprise! Amazon what? and Asda have countered. Well, they've also Sony have counteracted this by reducing their price by four. Uh, for four pounds, you can get one for three hundred and forty-four pounds now. <laughs> oh my god! Wow, well, good move. It's an arms race. <laughs> it's the arms race. It's exactly the same thing. Um, okay, this is pretty good. I don't think that I've ever seen a console generation drop in price as quickly as this one has. No, Microsoft—they're obviously stinging from Sony selling so many so quick at the price that the Xbox One should have been when it was released. I don't understand how they didn't see this coming. Because this is, the, this is like the ultimate role reversal. This is exactly what happened with the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3. Yeah. There is a price limit, which mentally I can handle when it comes to buying a new console. And if, a, if two new, new generation consoles come out at the same time, and one of them is just, in my opinion, grossly overpriced, I'm going to go for the cheaper one, because the games are effectively going to be the same. Yeah, in the early stages, they basically are. There's lots of games so, on both platforms. Just don't, and I, don't, I don't see how Microsoft didn't see this coming. Like, don't, oh, we need to charge extra for the Connect. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. Nobody wants a Connect. Just take the fucking thing away. That would be absolutely fine. 
but no, that's a pretty decent price with a with a brand new game as well. Yeah, with time so, it will be exclusive. It's just it's just the fact that the market leader from the previous gen thinks they can dictate the price of the next generation. And yeah, it always, like you say it works every time. It's good that they're actually battling against each other because this is kind of the this is the same a similar kind of thing of yesteryear where you had Nintendo and Sega mm. fighting against each other for the top spot using financial gain. So yeah, Sony PS4 has now sold almost I think just past seven million units, and Xbox One's just about three and a half. So yeah, they they're doing catch, very well. Close so. the gap a little bit with this price drop. Yeah, and Nintendo were just fucking chuckling to themselves. It's like, yeah. really, seven million? All right, fine. You'll get you'll get there eventually. Don't worry. sold that many uh, DSs last week. <laughs> Bring us the caviar yeah. money. Exactly, out of the back of Miyamoto's van. <laughs> it's just like, we, we bought DSs, you just have some. Exactly. Okay, well this is actually now getting down to the price range that I might actually purchase one at. Well, I purchased one at 430 and I, I still love it, and I think it's value for money. You purchased two at 430 Oh yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 349 for what you get with it, it's, it's incredible. Okay, so do we have another piece of news? Who's got the next piece of news? Me. You, you do this. Me. Do uh, it. Bungie fires Halo Games composer Marty Marty O'Donnell, which is very sad. Oh, the, sad times. The audio composer. Yeah. Why, why have they fired him? What has he done? Did he touch uh, him inappropriately? Apparently, uh, they terminated him without cause. His tweet was amazing. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen any of this. What's happened? Um, basically, Bungie's right. No one, no one freaking knows what's going on because I like to be subjective. I like to hear both sides of the argument. I like to figure things out. Uh, Bungie has confirmed that Marty O'Donnell isn't with them, but is suggesting that they remained friends. <laughs> However... <laughs> that's how, that's they, how all bad relationships end that's, that's how... Yeah, I'm just like, uh, well, obviously not, because Marty O'Donnell's gone. They they terminated me without cause on uh, the 11th of April. Uh, I'm like, oh, okay, that's that's fine. So you know, I like your music. Okay. Go, go peddle your audio somewhere else. But it's he's been working on on Destiny, something that that I you know very excited about. But with Paul I'm just like, what the fuck? That's an odd combination, that is. I just what what is going on? What is going on? Nothing must have happened. Somebody got fondled in this arrangement. Somebody somebody's been touched inappropriately. I think that that Sexual must be sexual harassment. Somebody, what? <laughs> Sorry, what did what did you say there, John? Diddled. Diddled. <laughs> I love it. I love the kind of things that Americans think that we say. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I use so, diddle all the time. Oh, I, you I, use it. Oh, that's totally fine. That's, that's totally fine. We never use... We, we, I, well, I don't know. Do you use diddled, Ross? Not particularly, no. We, we know that you do diddle, <laughs> but I know whether you, you use it. Like diddle in a, your bits. <laughs> John, do you have some news? Yeah, we can talk about Sony. Okay, let's let's talk about Sony. This sounds like a good Sony, Sony, Sony. Sony sells off Square Enix shares. Unfortunately, uh, for some reason, just like I think uh, Sony's probably trying to friend zone Square Enix, just like uh, <laughs> Ari. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. According to Forbes.com, Sony Computer Entertainment Incorporated has sold off its entire stake in the video game publisher Square Enix. The company uploaded, uh, unloaded. I'm sorry, unloaded nine point. Five two million shares of the Final Fantasy Maker in a deal totaling about fifteen point three billion or one hundred and fifty million in uh, U.S. dollars. Uh, this um this confuses me though because okay so the, the total number of shares sold were nine nine point five two million shares nine point five two million shares and the to- the total amount in U.S. dollars that those shares were sold for was one hundred and fifty million. That is, what were their shares at? 
There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's low, isn't it? Yeah. That it's, just seems like a small amount of money per share to me. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they're floating. I don't know what they're floating at. So that's that's maybe that's all it is. But a, a Square Enix sinking? Is there a problem there that we don't know about? Is that what's going on? Is that why they've jumped ship? Could be. Could they, uh, I thought Square Enix would be going strength to strength. I mean, they've been coming, bringing out some very good titles recently. But I don't, I don't know. I don't know where the motivation for this is. How well did Lightning Returns do? Not very well. <laughs> yeah. Not very well. Let's not talk about that. Yeah, we, we don't like to talk about, about Lightning that. ever. But no, I mean, forgetting about the Final Fantasy series, they've done some other good games, though. Square Enix have been have been pumping out quite a lot. But I don't know, if, is it a particular branch of Square Enix, or is it just the whole of no, Square Enix? No, it's complete all of Square Enix. And it's unfortunate, you know, of course, we won't mention that. But also, they have uh, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out soon. So I know that, that they're working on that. I didn't get to see any playable demos for that game at uh at pax east but they'll probably have something coming up um maybe pax prime or later on during the year they or maybe even the new one because pax is actually going to be uh setting up a new uh convention and it's called pax south that's going to be in um san antonio texas i believe but according to uh forbes uh, this uh this trimming of the fat uh, getting rid of uh this the shares of square enix will uh will set sony uh to record a $48 million gain in the fiscal report, thanks to the deal. And PlayStation manufacturers did not specify a reason for the sale. So, I don't know. Well, uh, hang on, hang on. Money! Yeah, but this is now making sense, because you said they made $128 million out of this, out of the sale of these shares. Mm. Is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now, after selling that, that those shares, they are now going to make a $48 million gain. Yeah. So that means that means they were making a loss. They would have if they hadn't have sold these shares, then Sony would have reported a a fairly significant loss. You know, eight eighty million dollar loss for this fiscal quarter. Getting already like a bad habit and stuff. Uh, Sony yeah, I mean, down the past couple of years, reducing operating costs, closing retail stores, selling off buildings, laying off employees. It's uh, it just really also it says selling its PC business and spinning off and struggling TV division. So I, yeah, I guess Sony Sony's really trying to slimline because I don't know if they're just trying to up their numbers for their shareholders or or they are are they really having a loss because it's like be, just trying to cook. It's probably the a combination of both. I mean, whenever a new generation of console comes out, I think we're all aware of the fact that they always sell it for a loss, don't they? They always they always make a loss on the sales of the consoles originally, so that they can get the license for, for the games later on. And I think if they, they've got to be really careful because the PlayStation Four is still really new, and if they start showing major losses at this point and start losing shareholders then they're going to be in trouble further down the road. So they've got to cook their books a little bit at this point to make sure that things stay roughly square so that they can make more money later on. So I think that's all it is. I think that's probably all it is. But I've always seen I've always seen Square Enix in bed with Sony. Yeah. That's just that's yeah. been a, the, I from from the beginning I've I've always associated the two with one another. So it's always, it's a really strange move to me. 
I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But yeah, I don't think we need to get too far into the whole into the whole banking situation of the gaming industry. But it's just a weird thing to look at. <laughs> let's never talk about banking. No, let's not talk about banking. Very. Yeah, there you go. Here's your financial information. <laughs> Shit gone down. Ding, 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 ding. It's a good time to borrow, but it's a shit time uh-huh. to save. <laughs> yeah. Buy, buy, buy. Sell, sell, sell. It's a good time to buy games. It is a shit time to sell your liver. Have we got Nintendo news? Do we have any Nintendo news, Ross? I have one brief one. Um, it's, not, okay. it's not really great news for Nintendo, though. Oh, okay. Well, it's fine. It's still Nintendo news. They, they passed on the Skylanders concept. Hey? They passed on the concept of Skylanders. Uh, the studio. You mean they passed on it? Uh, the, the Skylanders studio, Toys for Bob, they, what they, they make... Well, they run the franchise basically. Yeah. Um, they went to Nintendo, or they, they developed the whole thing with Nintendo in mind. Right. And Nintendo passed on it, so they went to Activision instead. And really, uh, generate. Yeah. This, this isn't new news then, or is this, is this only just it's come only out? Just come out. Yeah. This, uh, Wednesday of this week. So yesterday, um, Skylanders has so far in its history since 2011 made two billion dollars. Yeah, I mean, wow, what a pass. Yeah, well <laughs> Good, job. Good job, Nintendo. The thing is, Nintendo, and I think this is this is typical of Nintendo all along they very very much focus on their home market mm. they they really and if they happen to make money in the rest of the world then great it's a nice kind of byproduct but they are really focused on their home market and for that reason i think it came out a little while ago that they didn't part of the reason that their online offering when the wii u came out was so poor was because they didn't it didn't even occur to them to check what the other online office offerings for the other consoles were mm. they did they didn't even look so they're so insular and they're so concentrated on their own region. And I think everything they do is concentrated on the kind of the Japanese region, the Japanese market, that they probably saw this and went, I don't, I don't see this in our market. I don't see this kind of thing selling well in our, in our region. So we're not going to bother. And they already have Pokemon, let's face it. They're already swimming in Pokemon. So do they, did they want anything else like this? Well, that's the thing I would imagine taking the original idea, worked with Toys for Bob and made it into a Pokemon yeah, I don't know. Or maybe, maybe oh, I don't know. It's a weird thing to pass on, though, because it's become massive. It's a peripheral as well. Nintendo fucking love their peripherals. I know. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not made by it's not made by Nintendo. If the peripheral isn't made by Nintendo, then you're, yeah, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> so, but they could have made it an additional peripheral. They could have made some kind of I don't know, fucking attachable cock ring or something, whatever it is. Dollars. I don't know. It's just I'm just thinking out. Out. Of the Miyamoto cock ring. Yeah, exactly. Branded with a little like Mario face on it. Yeah, it's like the little me character. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, and it vibrates. Okay, we're going too far down this road now. I think we've gone too far already, and it talks to you. That's it. Bridge. Bridge. <laughs> Move on. New, yeah. new releases. New releases. Bro. Okay. Okay. New releases. Okay. Whoa, whoa, okay. Let's 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 avoid this quickly. Uh, new releases. Do you want to do the new releases this week, Ross? Uh, yeah. There's only two. Um, okay. Trials Fusion is out uh, today. You can buy it on Amazon for twenty eight ninety nine. It's on um, most consoles actually. It says multi format. It's on Xbox One, PlayStation Four, and PC as well. Oh, okay, cool. And which is pretty good. And also Demon Gaze, which is um, looks very odd game. It's very. Uh, it's a JRPG basically. Uh, it's available on Vita, and it's twenty nine eighty six on Amazon that comes out on the 25th oh okay never even heard of that no I've got a chance oh. well, if you want them uh yeah well we've got there's a couple of other games coming out I'm a little bit confused about this about these ones but um the ones that I've got listed here are Dark Souls 2 coming out the 25th oh my god it's coming out on the PC yes it is so Dark Souls 2 is coming out the 25th of April on PC uh there's a game called Daylight coming out the 29th of April I've not heard of that before but there hey, is a game awesome. oh okay good there is a game called Child of Light coming out on the 30th of April and this looks 
brilliant. Have you guys seen this? Yep, I got to interview yeah. the uh, the head writer. Okay, excellent. This this game looks. I don't know. It's one of those ones. It's like um, Lily Looking Through. If you guys ever played Lily Looking Through, that was just such a, a just an enjoy. It was one of those games. It's like a joy to play. And this kind of this game looks like that. It looks like it's been really lovingly put together and everything looks really good. So, Child of Light's coming out on the thirtieth. Um, I think that's pretty much that's all that's coming out. It's not it's not a huge amount mm, flying around quiet, at the yeah. minute. Yeah, it's quite Day, quiet Daylight right now. Is a uh, a horror game, horror. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay. it's quite cheap as well. By the looks Guess of things, guess what I'm gonna be playing. You can pre-purchase it now on Steam for 7.99. Yeah, and it looks great. It looks really, really nice. It looks like that they've actually put they put the right amount of effort into the right it's, things. It's pretty decent. You go around with uh, your mobile phone. Yeah, um, we haven't seen that before, have we? <laughs> no. Well, it's okay, been we done have. So many times. <laughs> um, but I still like it as a mechanic in the game. I still quite like the use of tools. Uh, I think tools are a great thing to add because I'm like, oh, look at me being a human being. Ah, <laughs> using my brain. Um, use it as a map. Uh, and also when the shadows are chasing after you, it goes all blurry. like, <laughs> and then it panics you and then you're supposed to run away and be terrified. But uh, I mean, the, the, the things aren't that scary. I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, but for you, for you, not that scary, is is a whole other thing for the rest of the world. Uh, like you didn't find out last very scary, and I couldn't sleep for three days. After uh, it. It's because like you see it, and it's not scary when you see it. Because I'm like, oh, okay, it's a physical being. I could hit it with a baseball bat, and it'd go down. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't have a baseball bat. Yeah, that's, that's true. the thing. Like um, throwing your phone at something only works once. <laughs> and then after that, you're trouble, and you don't have a phone, so you're in, in a lot, of, a lot of issues. The uh, I've, I've got to say, the lighting effects on this game look really good. It's, it's, it looks so good. I, I quite like things. Uh, the, the monsters kind of screech at you, so it's gonna like put you in a panic. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna have fun. Okay, good. Well, those ones are coming out as well. Um, on whatever the fuck dates we said they were coming out on. Um, that's it. That's the news. That's the upcoming games. Are we done? Are we done? Are we gonna move on? Yes, sir. Oh my fucking god! Right, we're gonna have a very a mini break. What what we like to class here is a, a wee breakette, and then we're gonna be back with with my first top three in three weeks. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm getting kind of emotional, <laughs> feeling feeling tears coming on. It's Ross's top three, and if I don't win this, then do you know what? You can all fuck off. Yeah. I'm just gonna leave. I'm just gonna start. I'm gonna go for another two weeks, and nobody cares. I'm not even sure that anybody noticed I wasn't here. <laughs> so it's just not cool. All right, cool. Right, we're gonna have a wee break back in a minute with Ross's sexy top three. Is it sexy? Is it sexy top three, Ross? Um, if you like bestiality, yes. Sexy, sexy. Okay, oh it's going to be... I'm totally into this already. <laughs> right, we'll be right back. We are back. It is top three. It is possibly sexy and maybe a little bit inappropriate. If you are from Peter in any way, shape or form, you may not want to listen to this next segment. So, uh, fuck off. Um, it is top three. It's top three time. I'm excited about this. I haven't done top three in ages. I've been jonesing for a top three. So, it's Ross's top three. What what happened? I don't remember who won. Did you win last week or is it like a sympathy win? Uh, me and I have been trading wins back and forth. Yeah. Oh, have yeah. Okay. A little bit incestuous. Yeah. That's, that's in, probably okay. In no way... Um, degrading any of the guests choices no, no it was it was really good i think it was really close <laughs> oh okay. just... yeah, yeah yeah you you made good choices but you know we, we were better what, that... <laughs> what? <laughs> experience wins this game right okay fine so top three uh john already knows all about this so we don't need to give any introduction i don't think so ross yes 
Go ahead. Rockers with your top three. It's topical. Okay. It's Easter on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I want to know which games you would think would be improved by replacing the lead character with the Easter Bunny. With Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> that would have been even Just the Easter yeah. Bunny, I'm afraid. It just comes back to life. You <laughs> Resurrection. Yeah, you wait three days and then you can play it again. <laughs> Um, so who Jesus Christ, can't crucify this. <laughs> <laughs> this time, it's biblical. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's first? I want to go first. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, I, I'm i going to go for a really off-the-wall one. You, got, you guys may or may not know what I'm talking about when I talk about the Clock Tower games. The Ring of Bell, yes. Ring of Bell! <laughs> Um, oh, such puns, such puns. It's a survival horror point and click. Yeah. Uh, basically, I would love to see the Easter Bunny <laughs> face off against the Scissor Man. Okay. I want that to happen. <laughs> just in real life. Just like, take these chocolate eggs, you fiend. Oh my god. Run! Oh <laughs> my good lord. Okay. All right, go on, go right. Hey, Slender Man. Slender. <laughs> Slender. You took mine. Oh, yeah. I knew that was coming, so I had to get in there quick. Yeah, Slender, definitely. Oh like Slend- Slender Bunny. And instead of like pieces of paper, instead of notes, you just find chocolate eggs. Oh and you're just God, kind of hopping nice. around doing a cho- doing an Easter egg hunt at midnight in the woods. Because that's a normal thing that you do. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then every now and again, you've got some kind of like crazy-eyed Easter, Easter Bunny just turns up and goes... Aah! And you could have <laughs> shit yourself and run away. Like he's probably just there to give you eggs, but nobody knows because he's making a screechy noise. So get <laughs> fuck away. Excellent. Is he extremely tall? Uh, no, he's really small. <laughs> like an actual bunny. It's like, yeah, he's a bunny size with a basket. Oh my god. He just like, like turns Mon- up. Monty Python. Yeah, really. He's got red eyes like an albino bunny, but he's but he's pink. Fair enough, John. What's your first choice? Dance Central. <laughs> oh my god. Dance Central. So where... the guy who's, who's explaining everything is a bunny or? The guy that, uh, well, you dance in front of the Kinect and um, the person who's dancing is the Easter Bunny and only the Easter Bunny. Regardless if you have a, a second player, he'll just pop up and knock the other person out of the side and he'll start dancing <laughs> and stuff. And it's only two songs. <laughs> it's only two songs. It's only two songs. It's Live to Win by Paul Stanley. Oh my god, yes. And Kokomo by the Beach Boys. <laughs> oh my god. This has been the shortest game ever. Can you imagine that being published? I'm awarding extra points for song titles though, as well. Okay, right. Excellent. Can you imagine that on the back of the box though? Yeah. Haynes, two songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, now what's your second choice? Uh, I'm going going pretty deep here. Fahrenheit oh. with oh. the Easter Bunny. One of my favorite games so, ever. How screwed up would you be? How is it? So, are you playing as the Easter Bunny? Yeah, and you've just murdered someone, you've got to hide the, the body. How fucked up <laughs> would you be? Oh my God, what, happened? what about the bit where you go back and you're young and you've got to save what the guy? What happened? What happened to my life? Tiny little bunny. <laughs> a, a really small bunny hopping around and like a crawling under a fence. It's a tiny bunny. I'm picturing that. Oh now. my god. I love it. Just, yeah. This is going to be great. It's going to be so twisted. So twisted. Excellent. All right, Rich. What you got? 
Jurassic Park. <laughs> which every, uh, which which Jurassic Park game? The the one on the Mega Drive. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so every and every single uh, every single dinosaur is a different version of Easter Bunny. So it, you're like you you play as a regular guy, everything's fine. But like every now and again, like you'll just get like a, a glass with some water in it, <laughs> and a giant Easter Bunny comes over there and just don't move. <laughs> Sense its movement. It rips <laughs> so, your arm off. Yeah, 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 and it's like there's a guy in a toilet, and it's oh, it's very scary. Clever girl. Really floppy lop ears as well. I love the idea of the scene with the uh, with the long grass. Yeah. And everybody's running through it, and you see like you hear or whatever. It is. Like, I think Al can do probably a better noise than me. Uh, <laughs> exactly that noise. Like people just poof and disappear. And but when they like disappear into the grass, you see like shards of Easter egg fly up into the <laughs> air. Like they've just been got. Blood gore splatters just. Yeah, <laughs> blood gore splatter Easter egg. Excellent. Uh, John, your second choice, please. Uncharted 3, Drake's fortune boy with the Easter Bunny. Well, like as Drake? Yes, as Drake. As Drake. He throws <laughs> eggs. Oh my god. Eggs. So it's like this, this kind of roguishly good looking, bad mouthing Easter Bunny. Yeah, he's almost like, uh, like um, what do you call it? One of those furries. He's like a furry. <laughs> okay. He's an anthropomorphic um, bunny. And the he problem... runs around. And my he's my immediate thought here is he's got a big head, so how is he going to hold onto the ledges and like shimmy along? Uh, with his teeth. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. okay. oh my god! Jesus. That got even better. That got even better. Give him with extra his teeth, points. and he's voiced by Willem Dafoe. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> uh, oh god! All right, I'll okay. follow that one up. Okay. Uh, the Easter Bunny stars in Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about this. For me, so, that, is, that is basically... Um... Gangster Bunny. No, Gangster Bunny. That gangster is, Bunny gonna that, fucking pop a cap in your ass. Saints Row, isn't it? What? They, they made a game like that. It's called Saints Row. <laughs> uh, uh... I'm sure mod for GTA 4 out there with the Easter Bunny. Yeah. There'll be mods what? for GTA 4 with everything. <laughs> you had to mod for GTA 4, otherwise it was shit. I'll play that. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that again I don't know why but whenever I imagine the Easter Bunny he's got a really big head so I really like the idea that he has to open the sunroof on the car so his ears can pop out <laughs> is that just me or even like he's on a motorbike or he's on a moped or something fucking it's logical it's logical yeah and his ears are like flapping along behind him while he's on the motorbike it's amazing and he's got Biggles goggles on oh my god this is a Dr. Dre on the radio he has to have goggles on yeah he has to have do you on the radio, do you have radios on mopeds? Is that, is that... <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, you do. Is that a thing? How do you have radios on a motorcycle? That makes no sense. Okay. All right, Richard. Five, is that five, you know? Oh my god, I didn't, I didn't really think of anything because I was laughing at everybody else's. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Starcraft. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, but no, 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 just the Zerg. Oh my god. So everybody else is completely normal, so you've still got Protoss and you've still got Terran, but all the Zerg are Easter bunnies. So the Zerglings hatch out of Easter eggs. Even this... What? what? Yeah, everything. Every every Zerg is, is a different variety of Easter bunny. Made out so, so you grow, you grow on, on your, like, uh, on your spore, you grow Easter eggs. And they, it's exactly the same. It's just, it's just Starcraft, it, but like out of the Easter eggs spawn like hundreds of little Easter bunnies that literally zerg the fuck out of everybody. What about, what about Kerrigan? 
Uh, yeah, she's she's an Easter Bunny, but with like a cool cool like arm things coming out of the back of her head. But she's a hybrid. She's a hybrid bunny human. So she's got boobs. Okay. <laughs> so that's that's okay. So she's like she's like a kind of part bunny. So she looks like a human. She's kind of a hot human, but she's got big floppy ears. Do not want. No, do want. I've seen Japanese bitches like that. That's exactly what that is. Exactly. I what like Kerrigan the way she is. Ah. Can you imagine Kerrigan evil looking, right, with the with the black makeup on, but bunny ears? <laughs> That's where I'm going with that. And even the flying ones, the flying ones are bunnies as well, but they've just got really big ears, and they flap them. Oh, Terrible. There you go. There you go. That's it. <laughs> All right then, uh, John, your last one, please. Heavy rain. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Explain this. Okay, he's not anthropomorphic. It's actually just a bunny rabbit. <laughs> what runs around, and he has to... Uh, <laughs> he doesn't really do... You can move him around, but it, the game doesn't change at all. It's just a bunny rabbit, and people talk to him like it's the character. And he just runs around, and you have, like, uh, instead of search, you have sniff. And uh, you still have a voice, which is voiced by Willem Dafoe. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's Willem Dafoe. Uh, he, he's got a lot of work nowadays. But uh, it, you search around, you have all the clues, and uh, yeah, his son comes and talks to him. He can flip pancakes, he can do everything. But it's just, it's a small bunny rabbit, probably no more than a foot high. So like as the protagonist? As a protagonist, well, yes. Not as the killer, oh. as the protagonist. No, it's not as not as the killer. As I've, See, he, I've just got an image of a little bunny running around in a shopping mall going, going Jason! <laughs> I'm not surprised you ran away. If you've got Willem Dafoe chasing you in the form of a bunny rabbit, I'd be like, I'm, I'm getting the fuck out of Dodge. I'm not even going to look while I cross this road. I'm just running away. Oh, man. I'm not even going to mess around this week. John, you've won. The, the oh, oh, John, congratulations. That's no good. I know his beard's amazing and he had fantastic choices, but I've been away for ages and you could have given me a simple... It's okay, It was Rich. the Dan Central. It's okay. it was the Dan Central one. That, that's <laughs> uh, so, yeah, John's won. So, what do we say? Lewis is doing it next week when he comes back? Lewis is here. Lewis yeah. might not be here next week. Yeah, we'll Shh, Lewis is returning. <laughs> he's coming back, okay? Yeah, don't worry, don't worry. He'll be back eventually. He's not actually dead. Once he's finished mutating IKEA furniture, he will come back. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Well, look, okay, this is... John went... I'm used to losing these now, so I'm completely okay. This washes over me. Uh, Don't <laughs> John, run while you still can, John. John, John wins. Uh, good job. Congratulations, John. They were strong choices. Three awesome uh, games. The, uh, I think next week, if, if Lewis is back, we're going to let Lewis do it. If Lewis isn't back, we'll get another guest in. Potentially might ask John to come back again. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. He might not want to come back. He might say... <laughs> Oh, I'd what? love to come back. I have so much fun with you guys. Uh, Maybe next time you'll remember me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there we go. That is the end of that. Yeah, another top three where I didn't win. But I think we're all, I think we're all used to that nowadays. Those people that have been listening to this podcast for a while. Good. Have we got a, have we got another mini featurette that we can do after this? We've got, we got a little some... discussion topic. Oh, the discussion topic. Is it going to get all serious up in this up in this place? A little bit. Yes. It came from a tweet we received earlier today from uh, Mr. Brian Gooden. Okay, well, that sounds fantastic. We're going to be right back, and we're going to have a little bit of a, of a discussion. Semi-serious, possibly a little bit sexy. Don't worry. Things we're, we're going to try and keep things sexy. Always sexy. Always after sexy. After these commercial breaks. <laughs> after, this, after this sexy commercial break. <laughs> be right back. <laughs> Thank you.
Right, we are back. We're going to have a brief but intense discussion point um, from a question that I think we've had through on Twitter. I haven't even read this yet. So, Ross, do you want to take this away and tell us what's going on, what the discussion is going to be? Uh, yes, certainly. Um, we, had a, we put a question out well, asking for some community questions, really. We didn't really get enough, but one of them that people were interested was from um, Ryan Goodman, who's been on the show before, who's a, a tea power. Um, he asked us, should the price of games... Uh, should the price be a factor in how good a game is? And um, this also there was quite a lot of discussion on our Twitter today after we released the uh, Metal Gear Solid Ground Zeroes um, review. L is it? Yeah. It's, it's... What happened with this? Because I've heard there's been fallout here. What I've missed this completely. Uh, it's quite a short game. Um, okay. But it is priced um, relatively in line with that. It's only in, in the UK. It's twenty three uh, pounds. In America, I think it's about thirty dollars. Okay. Um, it's only about four or five hours long. Um, so really, I just wanted to get everyone's opinions on do they think that's a good price for that length of game or just things like that really okay well i've um, well can i can i jump in first okay i'm probably going to jump into what everybody else is saying as well so i'm just going to jump in all along um i think i think price is important on games i think it's you've got to be very careful because everybody says oh games are too expensive they need to be cheaper when you've got a game like this that is shorter and the, the developer has agreed, okay, yeah, this game is shorter than a, than a normal AAA title, so we're going to reduce the price accordingly. I think that's great. I think that's a really good idea because they're kind of saying, okay, this is a full-fledged, effectively AAA game, but it's shorter than what we would have normally put out. So in, in line with almost an episode rather than a movie we're going to price it like an episode rather than a movie. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. I, I like that idea. You're getting a full-fledged, big uh, big developer title for a cheaper price. And if you're really into those kind of games and if you love the, the franchise and the series, that's going to appeal to you and that's going to be fantastic. But on the other side of things, and I've said this before, pricing in games can be a really weird thing. And I, I don't hold necessarily to the whole new trend of... Um, buying a game before it's done this whole uh the, the thing that's happening a lot on steam nowadays where you um you buy for you pay for early access on a game yeah. i am a sinner in, in that <laughs> regards I, I i think it's a bad idea and it, i understand that because you get the game cheaper if you buy the game during early access not necessarily well not all yeah okay not all the time DayZ, DayZ is still oh, like, yeah, don't, yeah. don't get me started but all right okay, i'm going to use minecraft as an example so yeah, i bought it when it was full crit yeah, I, I bought minecraft i think it was like 4.99 or something and i were and it was in beta and it was very early on um and i bought it hoping that it was going to be a much bigger game later on and it was and god that's one of the best four four pound 99 i've ever spent in my entire life but there are a lot of games out there that are doing themselves an injustice by putting themselves out at an early access price when they are simply not ready to be viewed by the general public. And if you are paying for a game, you get a certain amount of right to complain about it. And I know it's in early access, but if it was a game that was in beta, you can't complain about a game that's in alpha or that's in beta because it's, it's an alpha game, it's not ready yet. But if you've paid for a game, if you've paid money for a game, even if it's early access, you have the right to be disappointed with the product that you've got. And I yeah, know a lot of people that's... aren't going to agree with that, but I think that there's a time and a place for early access, and a lot of the games that are coming out nowadays are shooting themselves in the foot by charging money for a game that is just not ready to be paid for. Now, I... I, I quite like some games where you actually can buy it early access just because I quite like to influence things I like to have 
I'm a creative person. I like to have a creative hand in things. I like to help people. Now, when I buy a a game that's just been greenlit and it's like, okay, it's in beta, I kind of know what I'm expecting. Um, I'm not expecting the greatest quality of game when I buy an early access game. I am prepared for the... Again, I'm prepared for anything, to be completely honest with you. (laughs) You don't know what's going to happen. I have... I've bought so many, I'm so prepared. I am prepared for whatever that you're willing to fling at me. I just want to validate this. I've got no problem with Kickstarter. If you want to back a game that has not yet been created... And you think, okay, I love what these guys are planning. I love what they want to do with the game. I love the screenshots and the, and the maybe cutscenes or whatever that they've come out with already. I want to back this game. I want to be involved on the ground floor and I want to help make this happen. I love that idea. That is absolutely fine. And then if you do happen to get early access to that game because you've backed it and helped give them, give them financial backing early on, then great. That's a perk of the fact that you have invested in this game. It's the It's the... It's the direct, like on Steam, it's the direct buying the early access game itself that I yeah. don't agree with. It's that, that part of it that I'm not 100% on board with. I like to influence the final product that I'm going to get because I, I'm i incredibly picky. I like to know what I'm going to get into. However, you know, it's great. Sometimes I, I want to buy a full package, but that's fine. But I kind of know what I'm getting into. When I buy an early access game, I I prepare myself. I know what I'm going to get into. And I, again, sometimes I do it out of pity and I'm like, oh, you know, you've got great ideas. I'm going to play this, see how shit it is. Um, so you've just described picking up a cheap hooker. Yeah. Like, you just like, you see them, you, you take pity on them. You think, you know, I know I'm probably re- going to regret this, but I'm going to pick you up anyway. It's a bad secret or whatever. It's fine. I, I enjoy playing games. It doesn't matter. I like to be involved in these kind of things because I I don't have the experience with coding. I don't have the knowledge with coding to actually do that. So I'd like to, again, it's like, fuck, I'm giving. I like to give. Um, <laughs> I, like, I like to, you know. I bet, I bet James loves that. <laughs> I'm a giving person. I'm a giving person. But uh, uh, now, are you willing to pay any kind of price to do that? Because I don't agree with what EverQuest is doing right now with EverQuest Landmark. You can get in on early access, but it's going to cost you $50 to even get in there. Nope. Of course. Yeah, like, exactly. like, that's ridiculous. And the thing is, the whole entire thing about Landmark is you're you're developing the terrain. And the, some of the stuff that you create may show up in EverQuest next. But, you know, I, they haven't said, oh, no, no, you're going to be in a credit for that. Or there may be a chance where your name is somewhere in the credits or on the building itself. But $50 is, is even worse. And, like, it was kind of like, you know, I want to be involved with DayZ. And I know that it costs $30. But they were so negative about it when you buy it. It's like, listen, you're buying it early access. You're paying this amount of money. You can't complain because this game isn't already done. And you can't get your money back. It's like, dude, it's just calm down with it. And it's like, I'm more <laughs> to support you. But, like, you know, just take it down a notch because i like i like how you bring up a lot of different factors if i can just say this um splitting up stuff into episodes and making small stuff is definitely a successful route because you bring it out in a shorter price but you span it out over episodes great case and example is uh the walking dead series and uh, the wolf among us how they were able to do that at a lower price but still give you the best quality but also string it out kind of like a tv series where you you're you're frothing at the mouth for the next one but also yeah 
it, it's great if an early access like Minecraft when it first came out is at a cheaper price. But when you're like asking for such an exuberant kind of money for something that's not even you don't even get to see the finished product yet. That's ridiculous. And it's not a Kickstarter uh, and you're not contributing to get uh, like something because this isn't like a closed beta or whatever where you have to apply for it. This is literally they're just trying to get as much money as possible. And I don't even know. Does anybody know when EverQuest Next is going to be coming out? I don't even I, see a label demo of it. I don't. I, even, I think they've hinted at this year, at the end of this year. But it won't happen. It won't happen. The problem with the guys behind EverQuest is they've always had a really bizarre view of how to get funding. When they when they shifted EverQuest 2 to a kind of free slash pay for model and they had like a freemium model going on for EverQuest 2, it was the most complicated freemium model I've ever seen in my entire fucking existence. I loved EverQuest 2. I thought it was an excellent game. It didn't need to go free to play. So they make it free to play and then you can so you can play it for free, but only up to like level 20. And only in these areas. And only these classes and this type of character. And you can only have this like one character slot. And you can only earn this much gold. But then you can pay this like kind of freemium price. Premium. Like a, a bolt-on. Yeah. You pay this premium price. And then you can uh, have more gold. And then you can have an extra character slot. And then you can pay like another bit of money. And you can have like you can gain access to this term. area. Um, I've, I haven't heard about that that term. I've always considered it as microtransactions, whatever. But I think that that's a perfect explanation of what they're doing nowadays. Yeah. Ice people is 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 offering freemium and saying it's a free to play because League of Legends is a free to play. But the thing is, they only have certain amount of characters that you're allowed to use if you yeah. want to find these characters. They're at these prices. So. But League of Legends is a good example of a way of mixing it quite well because League of Legends you can buy the additional characters using money that you have earned by playing the game oh okay see i'm completely new to this because i started playing it like you know yeah. as all with l but um there are like some i, I, didn't I, know. Didn't. I have earned. yeah well there are some games that have done this really well there are some games that have thought very very carefully about this so league of legends it's easier to you, to pay actual money to pay cash money and you can you can then unlock characters and costumes and additional abilities or whatever it is but if you just play the game you also earn this different type of money, this kind of earned type of money, which you can then use to, to buy exactly the same stuff. And I, that model for League of Legends works really nicely because if it was an MMO, you'd be playing, you'd be paying probably a 10 quid a month. Yeah, I would imagine $15 a month at, a, at an equivalent. So a lot of people kind of go, well, look, if I was playing an MMO, I'd be, I'd be paying a 10 quid a month. So instead of paying 10 quid a month, I will put £10 a month into League of Legends and I will use that money to buy whatever characters or upgrades or whatever it is that I want. I've got no problem with that. I think that's a sensible way of doing things because if you were playing, if you were paying for WoW or any other kind of pay for MMO, you would you'd be paying that money anyway and you get the same level of enjoyment and you get these, these added bonuses. I just want to kind of latch on to something that you said before though. One model that I am completely on board with at the minute is the episodic model. Yeah. And this is this is something that I got on board with back when Fahrenheit was intended to be an episodic game. Back, I think Fahrenheit probably would have been the first episodic game that ever came out had they actually stuck with what they were originally planning to do. But I love the idea. I love the episodic game model because you can spend a relatively small amount of money on a portion of a game. It's almost like, let's say, using Diablo as an example, if you could pay for just Act One of Diablo. And then you could play Act 1 and go, actually, do you know what? I really enjoyed that. I want to I want to play more. So I will now buy Act 2. 
and I can play Act 2 all the way through. Yeah. It's a similar kind of thing. Instead of paying the £40 for the full game, you're paying a ten, £10 and you get to play a chunk of it. It's almost like playing a kind try of... Try before you try. Yeah, yeah, it is almost. It is almost like that. So, and then you go, and then you're invested and you kind of think, do you know what? I really enjoy this. I want to play more of it. So you buy the next episode and the next episode and the next episode. But it's great for the game developers as well because they've managed to make themselves what is in effect a bite size. Um, gaming model. They've got the engine done. They've got the characters. They've got the the voice actors. They just need to keep churning out this content that's of a decent quality, and they will hook everybody who has already bought into the original series. And it's it must be a brilliant earner for them. I mean, look at Telltale. Realistically, was a, a small company before they came out with Walking yep. Dead, and yeah. the the acclaim that they got for that game. And it's just it's, it's, a, big, it's, it's a big upgrade from Sam and Max. Yeah. Exactly, it's, it's potentially limitless. I mean, as long as they keep going with this and they keep banging it out and they keep doing the sensible things that they've been doing so far, and 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 keep it fresh, which is an important thing as well, they could keep going with this. They could make an awful lot of money out of this, and I'm happy to pay for it. However, just, not oh. everyone does like that episodic format. Not everyone does. But again, to to kind of pull us back to the main point. Price is incredibly important to anything that you do purchase because at the end of the day, video games, you know, they're not an essential. They are a consumer product. And as consumers, we are kind of defensive about our money because we want to know that we actually have had a good deal. And I think not only for the time spent and the quality of the game, I think, again, there, there are two major things that do affect my opinion for how well a game has been priced. Now, either that would be replay value or it's artistic value. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think either you come out of it kind of going, oh my God, that was the experience of a lifetime. Or you go, I really enjoyed that. I want to play it again. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, it goes back to the discussion we had a little while ago about replay replay value with games. Mm. But no, I, I do agree. It, you come out of it either feeling like you've enriched your life because you've experienced that little piece of gameplay, even if it's very short. Lily Looking Through was, another, was a really good example of this. It was only, I mean, it's only a very cheap game. I didn't have to pay for it, I'll give you that. But it was a very cheap game. And I played, I played, through, I played through the game and I came out of it thinking... I've never played anything like that before. Like I have, I've played point and click adventure games before, but I've ne I don't I didn't feel like I played that game. I didn't feel like I played anything like that game before. And I came out of it thinking yeah. that was really good. I didn't want to play it again. Because after you've got through all the puzzles, you're done. Really. But it, it's one of those things where you kind of feel enriched for playing it. And I, I felt yeah. like I got I, if I'd have paid for it, <laughs> I would have felt like I got my money's worth out of it, I think. Exactly. But, and again, the Steam sales. Good fucking uh... lord. The Steam summer sales and winter sales and everything. I don't, I don't understand how they make half the game so fucking cheap. But that's where I get, that's where I get most of my games from nowadays. Or Humble Bundles. Yeah. Yeah. I summed it up Don't on Twitter earlier by just saying that if I had fun with the game, then it was worth whatever I paid for it. If I didn't have fun, yeah. Yeah. like... It's invaluable. Yeah, exactly. Look, yeah, like I yeah. paid 40, 47 pounds whatever for NBA and I've bought that game three times on three different systems yeah exactly but then I, I bought <laughs> Batman Arkham Origins for 40 odd quid and hated it so that, yeah. that, that strikes yeah. me that was bad value but but just because I mean disliking a game is bad value alright I'll give you that however somebody else may have really enjoyed it mm. so so for them that kind of money would, would have been worthwhile I do, I, the pricing a game like that if you buy a game that you're not going to like like if I, if I bought a football game for £40 yeah. I wouldn't enjoy it so <laughs> For me, the value for money wouldn't be there. But 
I mean, that's that's consumers' problem. <laughs> I mean, if if the game was good for for other people, like not every game is for everybody. No, not every game. That, that's kind of the key point. Like isn't it? Not Minecraft or faster than light. Exactly. Yeah, faster than light. There you go. But yeah, in 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 summary, make shit cheaper. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, that's not. I, make, I don't. make us feel like we've had a good purchase. That's make, what good customer exactly. service is. Quality, quality, yeah. quality. Empower us. Yeah, make us feel not, like we've made a good choice. Exactly. It's not like my love making. My love making is definitely quantity over quality. But with um, with with gaming, it's definitely quality over quality. It, it, at the end, of, for me, you can't put price on memories. That's the biggest thing. That might sound. <laughs> yeah. That might sound really sappy, but. Entertainment. It's like a happy customer is a returning customer. Yeah, exactly. that's exactly what it is. And if, even if even if those memories are made because you you've replayed the game again and again, you're going, oh my god, man! I can you believe that shot that I just made on Call of Duty or whatever it was? You're making memories. Or even if you've played a game that's massively memorable, like um, Heavy Rain. I d- I never played Heavy Rain a second time, but I didn't need to because I had that experience and I had that that amazing time. Yeah, playing you have a bad experience with Beyond that life. Souls. You never want to play another David Cage. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that rounds it up, really. There you go. You're paying for memories. Thank you, Ryan. Thanks for your question. There we go. Are we done? I think we are. It's the end of it. That's the end of the discussion. Let's give, okay. Let's give John a chance to plug some more of his stuff. Okay, right. <laughs> well, let's let's have a quick break, right? We can all psych ourselves up, and then John, right? You take a big breath and plug the shit out of it. <gasps> okay, right. We'll be right back after he's had a breath. <laughs> Right then, we've had a lovely time, chaps. We've had a fucking fantastic time. But I think it's about time that we all pissed off. Because uh, frankly, I'm fed up with you all. So, uh, I would like each of you, in turn, to plug something. Uh, we're gonna, probably going to come to John last, because that might take a little while. But uh, plug something that you that you like. Either it can be something that you've made, or somebody that you, that you like, that they've made something. Uh, tell people where they can find you on social media. And tell us what probably what you're doing next week. You don't have to do that if you don't want to. Uh, like me, if you maybe aren't doing anything next week. <laughs> I'm going to start with L. <laughs> oh, 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 oh my god, spur of the moment. Oh god. Right, you can find me everywhere on the internet at Escaping IRL. Uh, again, you can find writing on the Ready Player 2 website. Our writings do work incredibly hard. Uh, do read it through. They make for an entertaining read. Uh, they'll make you discuss things as well. You know, might, might make you uh, feel things. They're, they're very emotive. Do read them. They make um, you feel things. <laughs> they make oh, me feel that's, things. That's, that's a different story. Uh, or you can have a look at uh, my, my little blog too, but that's Escaping IRL. Just find everything at Escaping IRL. There you go. Yeah, treat yourself. Treat um, yourself. Treat yourself. Um, I am probably going to buy a couple more games because I live life dangerously. Oh my god, Dark Souls 2! <laughs> okay. And, and, and maybe a little bit of WoW. Maybe, maybe, okay, maybe. a little bit of WoW and an aneurysm. Sounds good. Oh, wow. A little bit of WoW, isn't it? Uh, no, there is no such thing as a little bit of wow. I once. Oh, wow. I, no, I, swear, I swear to God, I did. Uh, well, saying that, it's not just wow that I've done this on, but I once spent six hours on wow. I never left Stormwind. I spent you... six hours, six hours on wow with I, my I guild, thought... 
on Skype talking to people in my guild. I never left Stormwind. I literally spent the entire six hours running up and down Stormwind and jumping up onto trees and stuff. Because yeah. I was just chatting to people and crafting and things like that. This is, this game sucks your soul out of your anus. Don't do um, it. Don't do okay. it. Don't Ross. be me. Ross. Um, yes, you can find me on Twitter at RossBell1984. And I'd like to plug my football podcast that I do every Sunday. And there's also... We've got a splinter group that do a podcast on a Thursday as well. A splinter group? Yeah, we've gone... We have a Ready Player 2 left-wing splinter group. <laughs> oh my god, okay. So yeah, there's Man on the Post on a Sunday, and there's Man on the Post Extra Time on a Thursday. Uh, oh, a Man on the Post splinter group, that's an entirely different thing. Yeah, uh, they're released Mondays and Fridays, respectively. Um, yeah, so make sure you listen to them if you'd like Sucker. The English football. Soccer. Okay. <laughs> so to qualify that for our for our one American listener. Yeah. Soccer. We're, we're pretty popular <laughs> in America, but yeah, if you like the old uh, football, then um, have a listen. Footy. Footy. Footy, mate. Uh, <laughs> okay. Good. Uh, you can find me uh, at Zebwen on Twitter. That's Z-E-B-W-E-N. I've not been talking very much on Twitter, but I promise I'm going to be coming back soon and possibly talking about some amazing things. So you probably better follow me just in case. Um, you can find me on YouTube, even though I haven't posted anything in a little while. That's youtube.com slash newbie5, N-E-W-B-E-5. You can find occasionally, and this is very infrequently, you can find the shit that I write on Ready Player 2. That's readyplayer2. That's T-W-O.co.uk. There is loads of amazing shit on our website. The writers are fucking banging it out. So get on there. Look at all of the shit that's going on there are some we don't just post reviews we post opinion pieces and uh, features loads of good stuff on there that can hopefully get everybody talking so head over to our website um, check out everything that the writing links are writing because it is very good and they'll hopefully spawn a lot of talking on our forums which you can also head over to that's readyplayer2.co.uk slash forums or forums.readyplayer2.co.uk um get in there talk to us that's the kind of insider scoop so if you want to talk to us about amazing things and you don't want anybody else to know that you're doing it because you're one of the cool kids then do it on our forums alternatively talk to us on twitter and all the luddites can see what's going on (laughs) (laughs) um yeah that's it that's pretty much everywhere you can find me john what would you like to plug and where can people find you he's taking he's taking a breath you can find me on twitter at good luck riley and at couch underscore masters couchmasters.wix dot com slash tcm1 is our main website i work for second opinion productions second opinion pod.com texas-based website for all your pax east 2014 needs also check out youtube.com slash jays down show for all the upcoming videos that i'm going to be coming out with you can also check out uh hey that's mine minecraft videos that i used to do also uh our live podcast that we do on mondays live on Actually, they're not live anymore, but definitely check out <laughs> you know, for all the 16-bit assassins and, of course, Second Opinion Productions for all their stuff on Mixcloud and uh, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Definitely check out um, this new YouTube page that I was checking out. It's it's called Newbie 5. <laughs> pretty cool to check it out. And also, um, you know, all fans of podcasts, if you guys like other comedy podcasts that are somewhat a little bit video game oriented, check out the uh, Vent Chat Show. Uh, you can find them on uh, Twitter. They're now in the comedy. They used to be a WoW podcast. They're awesome. Uh, Ventchat.com. Go check them out. And I want to quickly, uh, I want to quickly plug Red Player Two TV. Go and watch Byron stuff. Yeah, go, go and watch Byron out. Stuff. Subscribe, like, share with your friends. Comment. Yes. Yes. The um, 
Byron has been pumping it out on on YouTube in in like a non in a non weird and sexual way. What? A oh, okay, he's pumping it out. But he's got loads. There is absolutely tons of content out on Ready Player Two TV on YouTube now. So, um, and also some of it's got his face now as well, which is amazing. Yeah. <gasps> you want to see somebody playing games being very funny, and you can see his face yeah. while he's doing it. That's excellent. I did that a little bit. Actually, <laughs> actually, really hard work, and that was a lot creepier than maybe it was intended to be. So. That is it. This has been Ready Player 2. This has been Ready Player 2 episode, uh, season 2 episode 15. I don't know what that is in total, but this has been the reasonably Easter-ish episode. Thank you very much to John C. Riley for coming in and filling in for our uh, our Easter plank that is Lewis. Thank you, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much to Elle. Jochen Var. Oh, thank you very much. And thank you very much to producer Ross. Thank you very much. Get ready for the return of the podpocalypse. The Podpocalypse <gasps> is coming. Oh, the Four Horsemen shall unite once again. <laughs> yes, the Four Horsemen Apocalypse. Thank you very much. I have been Rich. This has been Ready Player 2, Season 2, Episode 15, the Easter episode. Good night. Peace out. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 